that lip sync song, I'm, as much as I hate Diabetti, I'm a big enough person to admit that that was her song. Uh, yeah. She's got emotion. She's got emotion. She's got the punk rock chick vibe. I, and it's good for good for you by Olivia Rodrigo. Like that that is angst. Yeah. She had it. She's giving me angst. She's giving me attitude. She's giving me entitlement. Like I. Yeah. And I was like, I was actually thinking. I was like, oh look, there goes Georges, doing too much. <laughs> yeah. She... <laughs> but I honestly didn't think that like they would both have to. That's that's nuts. I was actually okay. Like I know it's sad, super sad. Somebody's dreams got crushed, but like as a viewer, I am relieved because it means the season will be over quicker. Like, do you know how I counted how many episodes nobody has gone home? There has been five episodes where nobody has gone home, and two episodes where people did go home, but they were brought back. That is more than half the season of eliminations or non-eliminations or fake eliminations. Like, I I need this. We need to wrap up now. You know. Yeah. This, was it season 13 as well that felt like it went on for freaking ever? I, yes, my hair grayed during that time. It was so long. <laughs> it's bad. The only thing that kept me going in season 13 was the runway song because it was catchy as hell. <laughs> it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I can't roast. I, I wanted to ask you what you thought about the roast maybe I'll ask off camera because honestly shit like that makes me cringe and we got business to get to today yes we do hello bienvenue (laughs) to the full volume podcast i don't know what that is in french i'll figure Uh, out what it is in german though oh welcome to the full volume well yeah we'll figure it out later yeah um i am half host (laughs) why do we always stop it i don't know why we try to change it okay i am a host i'm one of them and i'm harvey brent and today we have a very special episode of the full volume podcast because we are doing a tier list of the existing spider-man films holy shit you never thought we would do it but we did and we're gonna do it it's all the sony ones plus the spider cast wait no no oh i mean damn it I meant to say Spider-Verse, so I gave away the surprise. Well, with that being said, uh, we have <laughs> some special guests today with us. Um, we have Mike L. from here yes. to the Spider-Cast. Woo! Oh, Is now a good time to come on? Yeah, and oh, we have Bex Luther from Here Comes the Spider-Cast. I, I, I couldn't figure... Yeah, sorry, I figured it out. Don't worry, I got it. This is my first Yay! time. Hi. And we have Parker from here. I'm kidding. We have Joshua Murphell from here. Comes the Spider Cast as well. You it's Parker's may... dad. You. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> um, so you may be familiar with Mike L and Parker's dad from their frequent guesting on Here Comes the Spider Cast. I never asked Bex because I don't expect her to wake up at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. So, but hey, maybe we can maybe we can work something out in the future. Um, yeah. If if I'm not at work, I am dead to the world. But <laughs> maybe I could resurrect just for you. Sweet. I love a good resurrection story. I can be your living vampire. Oh, <laughs> thank God, because I don't know any other living vampires I've. There's uh, none, and it's a shame. And they never made any movies at all about it. Speaking no. of, we are not getting Morbius is not a part of this, correct? I I I object. I think Morbius would be a nice baseline for the bottom of the barrel. But I'm, uh, I'm, 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 who I saw Morbius? It. Not me. Oh, did so, you like it? I, had a, I, had I saw it. it. <laughs> That's I true. Get... I have not seen it, so I don't think it would be fair to put it on yeah. there. But if so Bex has an, it. if you have an informed opinion. I wouldn't be opposed to it being pl- if you think you can place it on the list i would not be opposed to that i think it transcends all types of grading <laughs> oh. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh that's not good she's been oh. coached and paid to say those things we don't have to talk about morbius because i might not stop okay <laughs> we got we got business to get to today <laughs> speaking okay so yeah um I mean, do we just, like, get right to it? I can explain the rules while you pull it up, just for any listeners at home. 
and okay, okay. and then we'll be off to the races. All right. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So for previous listeners, we know you mega fans are out there and you've heard us do tier lists on the MCU films. We did the X-Men universe, regrettably. Uh, we were really we were really grasping for material at one point and we did the Scream films and the killers in the Scream films. And so today we are going to rank the, like as we said, the, the Spider-Man films that we know exist, which is, you know, the Tobys, the Andrews, the Toms. <laughs> we're also going to include Tom Hardy's Venom films in there. And into the spider <coughs> And so the way it works is we have this lovely tier list, if you're watching on YouTube, with different categories, or tiers, rather. We have S tier, which is the best. And so that's godlike, you know, almost nothing wrong with the film. Just excels in every possible category you can think of. We have A tier, which is also very good. But maybe there's just enough issues that we can't quite say it's a god tier or S tier film. B, which is middle of the pack, you know, decent mildly good but you know maybe some issues c which is fairly poor i would say you know um a lot to talk about a lot wrong with it and then d which is where all the venom films will be no uh (laughs) (laughs) i object (laughs) d tier is obviously the bottom of the barrel um in terms of there's a lot wrong with the films so Jolie has really upped her tier game, and she has customized it to fit our, our podcasting needs today. So I think we, as a group, we're just going to go through each film in release date order, <clears throat> not chronological order. Uh, so we'll start at 2002 with Toby, and we're going to go through each film and talk about it, you know, where we think, you know, in terms of acting, writing, I guess if you want to get really technical and get into directing, you know, any of those kind of aspects you want to bring up as a point for or against the film, you're free to do that. And then we'll try and come into a group consensus of where these films fall on the tier list. Does that sound clear to everyone, more or less? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, Jolie, rev her up. All right. So, <laughs> we have Toby Maguire's first four way 2002 Spider Man. So- I know that we all have opinions, but Shall I just, do you know what, just for sake of um, my my pointer finger, I'm just going to drop it here yeah. and leave it and, and we can, can talk chat. Yeah. Obviously, it's not a B tier. I mean, I would put it in a B tier, but we can chat. We can chat. Who, who wants to go first? Raise your hand on the camera so we can see. Oh, <laughs> oh Michael. <laughs> Only hey, because... I was. I'm, I think I'm the oldest of the group, and um, I waited my entire life for this movie. And I told my coworkers if it was a bad movie, I would be depressed and I would take a week off work. So I'll just say it lived up to all my expectations and exceeded some of them. So I give it an A. And I'll say um, I loved everything about it, I, I, except possibly the design of the Green Goblin. Uh. The spider costume was pretty good. The eyes could have been better. But I love Tobey Maguire. I love J.K. Simmons. I love um, Kirsten Dunst, Willem Dafoe. Not so much, uh, what's his name, Harry Osborn. What's his name again? James, James Franco. Bruno. Yeah, but Sam Raimi's directing is perfect for Spider-Man. And so for that reason, I give it an A. I love that movie. Hmm. Thoughts from our other guests, Josh? Yeah, I feel like it's a, that's that's where I would put it as well. Um, being, I feel like around this time when X Men was out, um, Blade. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, right. So it's like there were there were some superhero movies, and I feel like even the X Men couldn't fully commit to being like superhero movies. Uh, you know, characters in tights and the bright costumes, like their characters translated one for one to the movie. And I feel like this is maybe one of the first times a Marvel movie was able to do this like one for one translation. And I think it really kind of set the tone for how we see superhero movies today and how they can be both like fun and like poppy and like have that comic book feel, but still kind of like, grounded in some sort of like reality uh yeah i, I think this is a a solid a mm-hmm. <laughs> bex i would like some context for when the last time everyone has seen this movie 
Okay. I would actually like to talk. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I actually watched this right before No Way Home because I was obviously very excited about all the Spider-Man coming together. So I watched all, they're all fresh in my mind. Mm -hmm. I will say this film did not hold up as good as I remembered it being, if that makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. but I, that's the point I was going to make. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to cut you. No, you go. go. Yeah. You go. Well, I you was going to say. I got nothing else going on tonight. Like, oh. you, keep, you go. <laughs> I was going to say. Or I, any night. I think it's technically good. I agree with Mike that some of the designs of the costumes are wonky, i.e. Green Goblin. But I, I have to agree, too, with Josh in the sense that this was the first movie to really, like, really pull out its superhero capes and tights and really be unapologetic about it because the X-Men were afraid to be superheroes. Well, Brian Singer was afraid for them to be superheroes. <laughs> so uh, I'm a little torn, but I, I do, the dialogue in some points is shaky and it's just very of 2002. Mm -hmm. and I, so I think if it's an A, it's a weak A. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, a I, strong B. I can but, agree but, I mean, with that. It's somewhere like right on that line, which is I think a funny one to start with because you know we're trying to put them into these these blocks of letters, and I think possibly out of all these films, this is the one that might straddle that line the most. <laughs> but it's 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 a good film. We should mm -hmm. also say that the Spider Cast rewatched Spider Man One and Two within the last year to, for the, the podcast, yeah. so we're all fairly familiar with it. And did it I, like? I forgot we did that. <laughs> did it change your mind either way? Like, did you find you liked it more after watching the first film, or like, what was your opinion after rewatching it? Uh, I think it was almost exactly mm -hmm. how I remembered it, except for maybe I think they added in some of the deleted scenes from what I remember. Remember, like J. Jonah Jameson dressing up as Spider-Man. Was that one or two? That was number two. Okay, okay. Yeah. So things like that were weird, but otherwise, I've seen it so many times it's almost burned into my memory. Um, if anything. Because I've had so many Marvel movies to compare it to, it was a slight breath of fresh air because I think the style was so uniquely Sam Raimi that it reminded me that when you get like a real auteur director and let him do what he wants, you know, you can have mm. a unique vision for a film, even if it's not perfect, you know. And how appropriate because we're going to be seeing another Sam Raimi comic book product in just one month. True. Mm -hmm. This is true. So how the timing is perfect to, to bring him up in that regard. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think necessarily some of the effects hold up today, um, but I, you, it's... You don't it's, like this because you see GI skeletons? Trying I was, to yeah, particularly <laughs> that, yeah. But, uh, but at the time, that was really good. Like, it or not, it was passable. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was, like, you know, average CGI for the time. So it is hard to be, like... Oh no, the CGI is bad, or the special effects are like super awful because that's kind of what the status quo was at the time. So you kind of have to judge it as a twenty-year-old movie now. Mm -hmm. So uh, while I don't think a lot of the stuff uh, held up effects and editing-wise, I think for its time and for being what it is, that's why I would put it at the A tier. Because I think if we were talking about superhero movies. In 2002, it would be a, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So, okay, I am going to interject there, and this is this is my bad because I did not explicitly state this. I think when we talk about the tier lists, I think it's important that we're comparing the movies to each other. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Because we're comparing Spider-Man versus Spider-Man Two. Like, you know what I mean? We're trying to rank them relative. That that might not change our opinion though. Like, I think right. we all agree this is a positive film, but just keep mm -hmm. that in mind. It could possibly fall, or you okay. know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I, I think I agree with you guys though. It it's like for me it's an A, but I feel like it does ride that A B line. Like yeah. maybe we'll maybe we'll put it at the end of the list for A. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I could see other A films bumping it. You know, where it's a weaker A, but because I mean I know we're not talking about it yet, but Spider Man Two has that same like feel and tone, but I think it's a better movie than the first one. Well, I was going to say, I was ready to move on to Spider-Man 2. If anybody yeah. had any closing comments about Spider-Man 1. Um, you're all... Can I swear? Yes. Is that okay? Or should I not? Absolutely. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Um, Y'all need to stop sucking Tobey Maguire's dick. This movie is not as good as you remember it being. Um, <laughs> I'll gladly suck his dick any day, okay? Honestly, well, me too. <laughs> um, I mean, he 
he's not even like a cool youth pastor. There's no attractive people in this movie, unfortunately. So I was gonna say, oh, I'd rather, but I was like, mm, maybe Willem Dafoe, just because. I was gonna say, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst is the, the worst part of this movie. No, why? The, the dress Dunst. she, the dress she wears on the balcony is a no. We don't cultural appropriate in this house. No. Um, also, she <laughs> is nothing like Mary Jane in the comics. She completely, <clears throat> she does absolutely nothing besides complain the whole movie. Um. <clears throat> She's awful to Peter, who is also awful to her, but that at least is comic book accurate. Um, she's <laughs> boring. I don't think so. She's a little whiny. Is, she's, she's nothing whiny. like she's nothing like Mary Jane, but I think she's more down to earth than Mary Jane, and and more realistic that Peter could ever get a girl like her, rather than a super an actual supermodel. That's why I like. I her. mean, my boyfriend's a nerd, and he got me like does that's fine. <laughs> I just. If we're talking about A tier, this is not an A tier movie. This is a B tier movie at best. I this movie. Like yeah. Okay. I, okay. You guys are like, let's ready to move on. And I'm like, uh, I am ready to tear this movie apart. Okay, I'm gonna say one more thing before we move on. Tobey yeah. Maguire is probably the, the second or third best actor to ever play a superhero after Christopher Reeve. Okay, moving on to Spider-Man 2. All right. <laughs> okay, I, I, the 30-year-old man chasing a school bus. I actually think that um, <clears throat> Tobey Maguire is the... Not awful, but the worst of the three live-action Spider-Man. He's the only good one, yeah. but okay. I, I think that he plays a really good Peter Parker. I just don't think that he has the quippiness and the camp to in the in the suit well, i don't for the I, writing but yeah jolie we're gonna get so many hits on this for the drama nobody knows how to talk to each other except for the guy playing uncle ben he's the only one who actually is talking like a human being everyone else is talking like they're reading a script on a set also the sets are bad in this movie they're so bad the guy who plays Uncle Ben, his dialogue is actually the most scripted, in my opinion. But yeah, and it's the—he's got the best line of the whole movie. This is the line about responsibility. Everything else that everybody that was says written by sucks. Stan Lee in 1962. Yeah, exactly. Only good. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, I'm gonna put it to a—I'm gonna put it to a vote because I'm genuinely curious. Who thinks it should stay in A tier? Raise their hand. I'm—I'll count live. Okay, so Mike's Mike and Josh think A tier. Who thinks B tier? And we have. I mean, Jill I do see, but I will. I will. <laughs> go to you B. won't split the vote, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, I know how to strategically vote. Oh, I'm a liberal. Man. Okay. <laughs> Bex and Jolie, I think I'll side with you on the caveat that it's a strong B. Okay. Here's yeah, the other thing: we are fair. comparing it to the other movies, and yes, I know so what movies are on this list. That's very true. So. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Spider-Man 2, 2004. Who wants to speak first? Uh, I, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Josh. No, I was just going to talk about Alfred Molina. You go. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the only <laughs> thing I'll say is I think that um, it has all of the same qualities as the first Spider-Man movie, but it's better written, better acting, I think a better story. Um, the characters are stronger. I like Aunt May's uh speech of uh, her like with great power comes great responsibility speech more than uncle ben's in the first one i think that it's almost the same movie but everything is just bumped up to be a little bit better even the action sequences are like elevated to a new level with like the train the train uh, uh fight with doc ock like to me this is like solid a yeah at least a yeah yeah. <laughs> Julie, are you going to have your piece, though? You didn't really say much about one. Oh, no, I'm I'm listening. I'm okay. doing a lot of listening. She did She did agree with Bex that Spider- Like, she did say that she agreed that Spider-Man 1 was a B-tier. Okay. I furiously nodded my head when I when she was talking about Kristen Dunst, because I also think she's the worst part of these films. Mm. Um, but, yeah. She's Bex. annoyed me since 1998. Can't fucking mm. stand her. Except for Bring It On. Bring It I On love, is nice. I've watched the opening of Bring It On 75,000 times. Okay, so should I talk anyway. now? Or back I, no. Bex is first, then you, Mike. Okay. Me. Um, yeah, no, she's the worst part of these movies because it's 2004, and we don't respect women yet. Um, honestly, women in this movie are the worst part. Like, we, you, got, you got Aunt May, you got Mary Jane, you got Gwen Stacy? No, that's not yet, not yet. Yeah, but like... The women are the worst part. 
and you're you have a great experience of going to see these movies mm -hmm. as a young kid and i go oh i guess i can't be a superhero i have to be annoying in the girlfriend like but anyway back or to hanging the or hanging from a, a bank by a cane hanging from a <laughs> bank hanging no. off a bridge hanging off saw anything everything they had electra and catwoman for you yeah wow cool so you could be a, <laughs> uh, you can be either just boobs or a complete cat freak <clears throat> i don't know if you watched catwoman she never acts like Excuse. a cat <clears throat> yeah i know anyway, yeah. i'm not talking about catwoman i can talk she about catwoman drinks really. milk from a dish like she freaks out over cat in that movie yeah it's okay so <laughs> yeah. positives about spider-man 2 Alfred okay, Molina. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. Alfred Molina. Um, who is dreaming. He's a dream boat. Like, I'm not gonna say there's not a whole lot of attractive people in this Sam Raimi trilogy, and Alfred Molina is one of the only ones. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's just got this, I don't know, I think I just really, really, really like bad guys. <laughs> Cause I'm like, Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina, nobody in the third one. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, the 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 puppetry oh. alone in the with the, the tentacles is makes mm. this worthy of being an A tier movie. Um, the scene in the hospital where like the, the 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 tentacles are going crazy and they grab that woman and she like terrifying pull like the, the claws on the floor. I still think about that. Yeah, very um, Sam Raimi. Yes, mm -hmm. because as a kid, I didn't know that the person who did this movie did scary movies. But I probably should have, since I liked scary movies. <laughs> no, I just this movie's definitely better. Um, all the supporting characters suck though. All of them. Oh, yeah. Every single one. James Franco, boo. Even worse than the first one. Kristen Dunst, even worse than the first one somehow. And Mason. You know what really makes me cringe too when I think about like there there's certain things I think about when I think about Kristen Dunst's films. And it's like two scenes in this movie that really like mess me up about how crappy she is. And that's where she tries to kiss John. Mm. Like she makes him lean backwards off their couch and like, yeah. <laughs> bitch, don't no, what do you do? Okay, it's happening. Out of 27 million people, yeah, that's the person you kiss upside down in the first film. Out of everybody in New York City, like, did you really think <laughs> it would like she's stupid? Kirsten Dunst <laughs> is stupid. Is this Sorry. the movie where she gets ma almost married, or is that the next yeah. one? No, yeah. you're right. It's, yeah. And oh, she okay. leaves her husband at the altar at the end of the film. Mm -hmm. And he's a space werewolf, so that's yeah. zero points for her. <laughs> oh, wait, Mike, your thoughts. So I'm, I think I'm the only one on Earth that thinks Spider-Man 1 is better than Spider-Man 2. Uh, I, do, I do like this movie. It's maybe more well-rounded, but I still feel think the first one has like the better story but i do say i do agree that alfred molina is sent from above he's so good he's one of those actors that i did never really notice but uh once he did this movie i real i recognize him as a genius right um everything else is about the same quality as the first one um so there's not really much i can say about it but i i do have to say because i haven't mentioned her yet the actress that plays um aunt may is by far the best Aunt May. She's so good. Again, exceeds my expectations. Like, I waited my whole life to see these characters mm -hmm. come to the screen. And Tobey Maguire and the actress that plays uh, Aunt May blew my mind. And J.K. Simmons as well. J.K. Simmons far exceeded mm -hmm. anything I could imagine for someone to play J. Jonah Jameson. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, so by the way, her name is Rosemary Harris. Rosemary Harris, there you go. Mm -hmm. Great actress. Oh, I almost wanted to say, oh, hey, Becca, here's, uh, this movie actually has a woman scientist. No, never mind. Uh, Otto Octavius' wife, Rose Lee, played by Donna Murphy, is not an, a scientist, even though she's she's really just his assistant. She, But isn't she also just like a liberal arts um, graduate? Because I remember they had the, um, the talk between Doc Ock and his wife about how she was mm -hmm. trying to explain, um, was it Vivaldi? And he was trying to explain uh, the theory of relativity. And it was all very, very cute, like, science versus poetry. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> she dies, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She dies yeah. in the accident, which is cool. So, lady cool. scientist, actually not a lady scientist, and then also just a catalyst for a male character mm. to, to go bad. So, yeah. Point. That is 
That is true. That is points against the film. I have to say, though, like, this film was the gold standard for comic book films for a long time. I think it has been surpassed. But again, if we're just talking within the Spider-Man films, you know, we're playing within this sandbox, so I have to keep that in mind. I I agree with, I think it was Josh that was talking about uh, Aunt May's speech. I Fun fact, uh, in grade 11, I included that in an English essay, that entire speech. And it was only tangentially related to Shakespeare, but I got <laughs> in there somehow in my essay. <clears throat> Excellent. Excellent. But, <laughs> no one flinched. <laughs> well, I, I referenced it, you know, Sam Raimi, 2004, Columbia Pictures. But I... Uh, <laughs> didn't put Spider-Man, eh? <laughs> I didn't put the film title. I just no. I had to keep it nebulous. <laughs> I, think it, I think I agree, though, that it, everything is a little bit better. Production value is better. The script's better. I have to say, too, Peter's arc is very impressive in this film. The stress-induced mm-hmm. loss of powers, I think that's an impressive... I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of comic origin for this arc that I'm not aware of, but it's, I think, really well done. I think it's at least an A-tier. Really? What does everyone else think? Oh, A. Yeah, I think it's yeah. A. Okay. I almost want to argue for it to be an S, but I think I would get shot down. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's too <laughs> I, much... That I don't like about this movie. That's fair. I, I can see fair. how somebody would see this as an S tier film within um, but, the, within the films we're comparing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I, I think personally, I would say it's more of an A. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, are we moving on to Spider Man Three, or is there any closing comments before I, I Jolie? I kind of cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh no, I don't even remember what I was saying anymore. So it's all good. Um, I mean, we can move on to. 2007 Spider-Man 3, but I'm really just going to put it right in the D tier. I have I have something to say, and I thought there might be some drama. In my my rewatching of all of these films in December, I I was surprised at how much better I thought this film was than when I first watched it. Because I remember Uh thinking it was a disaster, you know, Mm -hmm. when I watched it in theaters five times. I, if you're a fan of Venom, you're going to hate this film. If you're a fan of Gwen Stacy, you're going to hate this film. If you're a fan of... Good film? <laughs> if you're, I was going to say, if you're a fan of Sandman, you're going to hate this film. It does not do right by its villains. It does not do right by its side characters. But I have to say, I was impressed with a lot of the writing, aside from the Venom dance, which is gross. There is some surprising. You're wrong good about writing. that. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you. Best part of the film. <laughs> I'm also gonna interrupt you or rebuttal to agree with Josh. Best part. The of best the part film. of well, this movie is when he hits his girlfriend. But okay, guys. Yes, exactly. I it's, there's a lot of problems in this film. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember hating it as much. So I think it might be a weak C or a strong D. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B. Um, when I saw it, when I saw it in theaters, yeah. I had many problems with it, but I was like walked out, and everyone I w- that I was with hated it, and I was like, "Why?" <laughs> like obviously there was studio interference. Obviously there was too many characters, right? It, the the plot was all over the place. But again, Sam Raimi went crazy, and he had fun, and he has Tobey Maguire going full-on emo, combing his hair over his fucking eye, dancing, slapping his girlfriend, uh, and acting out that jazz song. Like, it, it, I, I didn't know what the hell I was watching. But here's the thing. At least it was creative. At least it was original. At least it was funny, right? Uh, the guy that played Sandman was perfect. The guy that played Venom sucked. Um, but everything, oh, the interaction between, um, uh, like Tobey Maguire and James Franco was good. The development of that subplot was good. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's like the, the worst Sam Raimi Spider-Man film. But again, I'd still rather rewatch that than most Marvel Studios films. That's why I give it a B. Okay. We have yeah. a vote for a B. Yes. Uh, Bex or Josh, he wants to go next. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> that, um, I think that the actors had the most fun in this film. It it really feels like 
Toby like was able to be goofy a little bit more and had more fun in the role. Um, I don't think that there are too many characters in this movie. I think that there are too many poorly written characters in this movie because as we're going to talk about later on, you can have a bunch of characters that are introduced in one film and it completely works. Yeah. And the way it's, it's the way that you do it. And I think that, um, this film just didn't allow proper development for its characters and what little was there was just extremely poorly done. Um, I disagree with Mike. I don't like the Peter and Norman, uh, or sorry, Harry uh, development. I, I really think James Franco is the worst part of these movies. He He's is. so awful and so wooden. It's beyond camp. Like, it sounds like he's just doing a table read. It doesn't sound like he's True. acting at all. He's just reading lines of dialogue. It's so nothing. Um, his transformation into that version of Hobgoblin or whatever you want to call it is just god awful. He's apparently um, called New Goblin. Yeah, as a kid, Ooh, he's new called god. New Goblin and he rides so a snowboard. Cool. Um, so cool. With um, a mask. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think that there are some redeeming qualities of it. I think that again, that dance sequence is like super fun and goofy. I love him in the cafe it doesn't fit the tone of the first two movies it feels very disconnected um and it but i had fun with it in the same way i have fun watching like batman and robin or batman mm -hmm. forever where it's like complete and utter camp again it does it almost feels disconnected as being like a third in the sam raimi films because it because the tone for me is just so wildly different um, so I would say C, D area for me. Okay, so I'm yeah. going to just set it down on the C tier for now. Okay. How oh. dare you compare this movie to Joel Schumacher's masterpieces. I will stew. <laughs> How dare you? You want camp? Watch Spider turn off the dark. Okay? Okay. That's hey. camp. This Ooh. absolute garbage, horrendous. It, it, it is camp with a hint of danger. <laughs> yeah, because uh, everyone breaks their limbs. <laughs> so I don't know. What does everyone think? So, but, uh, everyone so, agrees with the strong. No. I in, I inferred from Beck's comments that she's she's thinking D. <laughs> Mike Mike's thinking B. Josh is thinking C. Oh. The average I, is like. I would concede and go D because it's not a good film. Two Ds. Thing, oh. Topher Grace ruins the movie. Mm -hmm. He doesn't. I don't. I disagree that these people were having fun. Nobody was having fun doing this. I wasn't having fun watching it. I was. I think Jack. Mike. Was, I think Sam Raimi and Toby. Like Toby McGuire were having fun doing those dance sequences. Come on. I'm pretty I, sure Sam Raimi hated having to do this. He did not want Venom in the film. That's no. true. That's yeah. True. I I I don't know the the dance sequence and like the cafe when he's singing feels Sam Raimi to me. Yeah, it 100%. feels very campy, mm -hmm. goofy Sam Raimi mm -hmm. uh, weirdness. I have I, I can't see, I can't see the studio coming and be like, we need at least two points in the movie where Peter's dancing. Right. I know. That just to me, I feel like that is totally on Sam. Yeah. I have to say, I actually think James Franco has a little bit of range in this film. He's got that Cheshire smile when he's trying to mess with Peter. And like you see it in the hospital, too, after he hits his head. And he's got this. I mean, they're trying to give him a different energy, right? Because all of a sudden he has amnesia and he's forgetting everything. I was actually a little impressed with him in this film, and I think his arc is appropriate. But I think I'm not going to win this. I think I would put it at a, C, a very low C, but I think, I don't know what Jolie's going to fall on, but it might hit D. <laughs> hard D. Oh, hard D. Okay, then it's uh -oh. D. Uh, nope. So we got a hard D or a soft a C. Yeah. I think it'll be a, right now we'll leave it as a strong D. 
Okay. I, I'm I'm okay with honestly leaving it at a D because I, I get it. You, um, you said C, right? I said, said C. I, I, said I said C. C yeah. I, said, I said a week C. Oh. Do you know what? Then the average would be C then. Yeah, Mike's ruining it. No. <laughs> I'm acknowledging the beauty. Shush! I think but, it'll be like at the end of the C tier. Like if there's any other films in the C tier, it'll probably be better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just looking at all of the movies that we're doing. This is the worst one. This is the one that I enjoyed the least. Okay. This is the one that has nothing for me in it. Okay. I mean, absolutely nothing. Okay. All right. All right. All right. None Let's... of the characters I could relate to. None of the characters I cared about what happened to mm-hmm. them. With Peter's funny dancing, yeah, pretty funny. Did he? If he got hit by a truck, cool. Move on. New Spider-Man. Like, I just, I was very disappointed with this movie, especially because before the movie came out, I had a Spider-Man three poster on my wall, <laughs> and I was telling everybody that it was going to be great. And then You're I had to right. tear that poster down and cry <laughs> and write my diary about how Sam Raimi betrayed me as a teenage girl. If the Scream films have taught us anything, the trilogy capper is always the weakest. Mm-hmm. They say like, that. You, you sound like me talking about Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh those, are, <laughs> those are hot takes in this world. I don't know that you can bring out... <laughs> I know you can bring out... I don't know that you should bring up Michael Bay with Mike present. That's fair. <laughs> All right. You don't better. 2012. Also, yeah. I was going to say, Revenge of the Fallen is fine. 2012. Mm. Speaking of new Spider-Man. We get Miss Andrew Garfield in her debut performance. Oh, yes. Yes. I. Oh, okay. Can we just set it? I'm just going to set it down. Yeah. And then <laughs> Put it down. Chat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just. I just want to say that you can go back on the internet and you can see me saying that Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. So nobody come for me when they're like, oh, you only like him now because everyone else does. Mm-mm-mm. No. <laughs> I was first. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. So I take it you like this film. Ugh, I love this movie. Oh. Actually, I don't like this movie as much as the next one. Whoa, that is a hot take. Yeah, she's spicy. Um, no, I love this movie. I was like, yeah, we're rebooting Spider-Man. Let's go. New Spider-Man. Lizard. Hate the look. Love the actor. Okay. I will say, I do appreciate the fact that this film did not do a rehash. Oh, sorry, it did do a rehash. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll save that praise for Homecoming. It's weird. This one, I think, is the hardest for me to place, personally. I'm not sure it's as good as Sam Raimi's first film. I don't like The Lizard. I agree with Beck. The Lizard's gross and is a very, <laughs> like, late aughts, early 2010s take on a Marvel property. This is, like, it's still in the vein of, like, them adapting Galactus as a giant cloud. You know what I mean? It's, like, that level really? of, like... Okay, maybe that's exaggerating. But say, I mean, he he's very lizard, and he, he's very, he looks like he does when he first appears in the comics. But he lizard been a puppet. Lizard but... didn't have like the big snout like he like he does now. Like when he first showed up, he was like a lizard man. So he, he did have that have... like big flat snoot. I would he needs a I, lab coat and shorts. Yeah, that's what I, I, I that's what I was looking for. I I agree. I think the snout and the lab coat would be better, but. I think I was okay with the design. I don't think it's the best. It's better. I think I think I like it better than a lot of the Sam Raimi costumes designs. Like I I like how Lizard looks more than I like Spider-Man 3 Venom or probably more than Green Goblin costume. Well, that um, one's definitely at the bottom of the barrel yeah. for sure. <laughs> we all yeah. So I think for for me this one is like B. It's um I think that uh, I I agree with Becca. I think that Andrew plays the best Spider-Man. Um the Peter Parker is a is very strange cuz he seems like really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh so like I don't think he does Peter Parker as well as Toby does, but I think that when he's in the costume, his like uh uh the way he looks in the suit the suit itself, besides the yellow eyes, uh, is fantastic. 
Uh, I love his quippiness in, in it. Uh, when he's like goofing around with like the guy mugging the lady and he's like joking about the knives being his weakness and like it just feels it feels like spider-man when he's in the suit um i like the moments where they i really am a sucker for the whole you you mess with one of us you mess with all of us new york gimmick so like the crane sequence when everybody is like Everybody in New York is, like, helping him get to the building to stop the lizard. I love that when they're, like, lining everything up so he can swing there easily. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this one's a pretty solid uh, solid movie. I would agree, though. I don't think I like it as much as Spider-Man 2, though. And this film kind of has a handicap in the sense that 2002, Sam Raimi laid the groundwork for what a Spider-Man film could be. So this film had the opportunity to capitalize on that in mm -hmm. whatever respect. And so I don't think it achieved the same heights and it mm -hmm. had prior information to maybe do that. Mm -hmm. uh, also, actually, I I'd like to quickly add, um, <clears throat> Gwen Stacy, Emma Stone in this movie is also fantastic. Um, I love that she has like equal parts in this movie as Andrew Garfield does. Like they, they, they are definitely a duo in this film. This, mm -hmm film and amazing spider-man 2 um to an extent i feel like feels like both of their films um their chemistry is unbelievable mm -hmm. the the like the real life romance like bleeding into the film is debt you can definitely see that i i totally buy their relationship um i think she is the best love interest we've gotten in a spider-man film hands down we love a good meta romance as well. Yeah. Agree. Well, I think Kristen Dunst and Tobey Maguire were dating during Spider-Man as well. We love a good, successful meta <laughs> romance <laughs> that doesn't involve Kristen Dunst and her cultural I think, appropriation. <laughs> I think every every Spider-Man love interest has dated. Yeah. So that's the only way. My only really? chance is to start a yes. Spider-Man movie. Then I can date one of these actresses, right? It's the only chance I'll have to date Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's your opinion on this film? Um, uh, I gave it a, a C. I mean, when it first came out, I remember somehow I said it was better than Avengers. I take that back. But um, I, I, I'll just say what I liked first. Emma Stone is great because she's great in everything. Uh, Rise Iffens, the guy that played Dr. Curtis Connors, he's great. Sally Field is great. Martin Sheen is great. Dan DeHaan, the guy that played um, Harry He's Osborne. not in this one. He's not in this one? No, he's no. not. Oh, he's only okay. in the second one. Yeah. He's only in the second one. Okay. Well, anyway, those guys are all good. Uh, Sally Field's great. I already said her. I think Andrew Garfield is so bad that I avoid any movie that he's in. He almost ruined the movie Silence by Martin Scorsese. I cannot fucking stand this guy. I'm sorry. He's by far the worst Spider-Man. Whoa. I can't take him. Yeah, I cannot stomach uh, Andrew Garfield. I'm surprised he had a career beyond these movies. And I think his chemistry with Emma Stone, even though they actually dated, it seems very forced. And, like, just phony. It just seems like they smile at each other and, like, make bad jokes. Oh, my God. That's love, baby. Yeah, it's like, where did Mike go? Also, <laughs> also, um, am I still on screen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You no. are. I'm just joking about kicking you out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, Bye. I got to say, um, there was one other thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Mark Webb, the guy who directed this. Who the hell is he? What has he done before? What has he done since? Nothing, as far as I know. I mean, this is... An okay movie, but it's a very generic superhero movie. Oh, sorry. He did 500 Days of Summer, which is a masterpiece. But other than that, Good he no. hasn't really done anything. So <laughs> I just think this is uh, the beginning of the generic Spider-Man films and superhero films that we got after Sam Raimi. So I'm not a big fan of this film, but it's okay. Jolie, thoughts? I mean, you placed it in B, but any other thoughts? I just landed it there because uh, I love Andrew Garfield, but... <clears throat> I don't like it better than Spider-Man 3. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Like, if, oh. No, oh. I mean, like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it there. But I would definitely put it here. Oh, I see. Oh, so you oh. do like it more, you're saying? You do, yeah, you do like it more than Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah. I, uh oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, whoa, that's, that is a cake. <laughs> when I said don't, I mean do. <laughs> I don't like it more. Okay. Yes, sorry, I've been moving 
two stores for like two months now. <laughs> so my brain is all fried. Okay. <clears throat> so, okay. I like it more than 2007's Spider-Man 3. I don't think that it belongs in the seat here because yeah. I think Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone and the story and the lizard and the acting and all the, all the other fun stuff make it a B-tier film. But do I think it's better than Spider-Man? No. I also have to give this film props in the sense that the lizard, it, like one thing the Spider-Man films, okay, well, I got to be careful how I qualify this. The Spider-Man films are capable of giving us intelligent villains. And I think Lizard falls into that category. Uh, with, like, mm-hmm. Doc Ock, obviously, and Green Goblin. I'm obviously not talking about Venom. We know he's an idiot. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, in general, the Spider-Man films tend to have decently written villains. And I do remember that from my rewatch in December. I was like, oh, Lizard's, like, not an idiot. <laughs> um mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, so who voted? I think, Bex, you wanted A tier. Yes. Just okay. to cataract Mike. <laughs> and Mike was C. C. Josh? Okay. B. I'm B too. I'm B too. I think it's going to sit there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. I, I, think it I, think sits, so. I think it sits there. And I think for those of us that have it in the B tier, and then Bex as well. Oh no, Bex thinks it's better than Spider-Man 1, but I don't I don't think it's as good as Spider-Man 1, and I think I gathered that from Jolie as well. Yes. So I think it sits there. Oh, it's so hard, though. Oh, damn it. Okay, because everything that I hated about Spider-Man, I loved about Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. But I also, I, that's why I, I said earlier to, I think at the top of this, um, this judgment for Amazing Spider-Man is that this film had the handicap of the fact that it came 10 years yeah. later. So it, it had more opportunity to get things right. And yeah. you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I think you have to, if they're close, I think you have to give the edge maybe to 2002. Okay. Yeah, I think that there are way more iconic and memorable moments in Spider-Man as well. Um, 2004, like there's there's moments that I clearly remember and are like something that I go back to as being like an iconic thing. Uh, when thinking about Spider-Man and the amazing Spider-Man, while I do love the performances better and the characters are stronger, I think, in my opinion, there aren't very many moments that are like mind blowing. Again, maybe besides the crane scene, I feel like it's pretty average in terms of like what's going on. Um, I, I really do like uh, the lizard in this movie, but I I don't really remember Maybe it's just because I haven't seen it in a little while, but I don't remember really anything like super memorable that he does in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe besides the moment where uh, uh, Gwen Stacy is like hiding in the cabinet in at Oscorp and like he shows up. But I think that's more of like a an editing thing where um, like intense things are happening. I don't really remember a line even that he says. You don't remember that he wanted to turn everybody else into lizards? <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> I remember that, but I don't remember, like, anything cool he did. As far as, like, Spider-Man villain motivations go, that's pretty much, that, that's pretty comic book accurate, I would say. Because <laughs> I think during, in the Spider-Cast, we're right. reading, we just read, like, Doc Ock wanted to destroy New York because Spider-Man lives there. Like, that's on par with this, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's he, fair. Can't get me for being a lizard if everyone's lizards. Can't uh, argue with that like logic. That dinosaur thing, like, where he's <laughs> like, I just, because I want to turn everybody into dinosaurs, that's like, all. You can you can change people's molecular structure down to the DNA, and you choose to turn them all into dinosaurs. You could cure cancer. I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn everyone <laughs> into dinosaurs. Yeah. That's the big ter- pterodactyl man, right? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Sauron. 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 Oh, sorry. Yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. an X-Men reference. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> uh, do okay. we want to do Amazing Spider-Man two and then? Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Because okay. you figured it's another Toby. Here. <laughs> oh whoa. Done. Okay, so soundtrack alone. Soundtrack starts with S. S tier. The soundtrack okay. is very good. Okay, so it's just gonna sit there for now while we chat and discuss. So Amazing Spider-Man. Shot that. Turn the video off. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Keep it loud. 
Uh, so, um, hmm. Who has an opinion on this? Nobody. I'm right. I'm always right. Mike does. Mike, Just put your stop. hand down. Uh, I give it. I give it a D. I think it's clearly the worst Spider-Man film ever made. Um, it's got everything bad about the first one, but somehow even worse. Uh, the story is all over the place. Uh, the the arc of the Gwen Stacy thing is sort of okay. But then the movie ends, and then it starts another movie with the rhino that lasts like 15 minutes, and then that ends. And it's just, I don't know. I don't, I've only seen this movie once. And actually, I remember I reviewed it with Becca, and Becca loved it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I Still thought does. it was garbage. Oh my God. I just thought this movie was a disaster. And I mean, the fact that it killed the franchise is kind of. Kind of one point in my corner, but I'll just leave it. It didn't that. kill the franchise. Andrew Garfield got fired for missing oh. a meeting. Okay, okay. You believe what you want to believe. Uh, you missed the meeting anyway. I don't know. I I'm, Now that you say all this, I think, or now that you're recalling all those feelings about Rhino that I had, um, and also Electro... Oh, I forgot he was even in this. Uh, oh my god, he was so bad. You guys are yeah. right. Jimmy Frost yeah. was camp as hell. The look was fantastic. It was uh, interesting. It was different. It was fun. Green mm. Goblin was camp as hell. Ugh. But the I, actor I, was I, good. Oh, he's so good. Dane DeHaan is talent to yeah. it. He's very good in this film. Yes. I, I think that's actually a point in favor of this film is his performance alone. Uh, Jolie, I kind of cut you off there. I'm sorry. No, I, I um, I was gonna say, was there like a bunch of studio interference? Is that why the Rhino mm. comes in again? Like this, they didn't even wait to the third film. They just were like, let's do it the second. Yeah, I, they, I this mean, was supposed to. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say it's clear that they were trying to build up to a Sinister Six with that stinger and the post-credit mm. scene of uh, who was talking to who. There was there was vulture wings behind the, uh, the vulture of, wings of, of Willen Origins. My favorite yeah. part: octopus tentacles, possibly the symbiote. It's mm. all in there. They, it's just in a basement. They and the Sinister Six was supposed to be its own separate movie. It was not supposed to be like oh. Amazing Spider-Man 3 is going to be him versus Sinister Six. No, it was the Sinister Six movie. They had the Aunt May movie planned. They had, like... Oh, come on. Right. They did. I the No, that no, was no. A thing. That's not a joke. Come That's on. not a joke. You don't remember that? That, is, that? Oh. that is 100% a thing. It's in the, the leaked Sony emails, because around the time... That, that That is part of the reason why I believe that this franchise is dead. Is because the Sony leaks happened around this time. Um, no, uh, yeah, they they wanted to give uh, they wanted to give Spider Man a new catchphrase, and they wanted him to say "No big deal." <laughs> it's no big deal. That's what that that's what his new cool catchphrase was supposed to be. This movie is everything that I hate about superhero films. <laughs> I hate this movie so much. It's D for. Yep. I I. I like the same things that I liked about the first one. I really like Emma Stone and I really like Andrew Garfield and like their chemistry together. Everything else about the movie, I think, is just poorly done um, because this is not a movie directed by Mark Webb. It is a movie directed by Sony. And that's right. why I just I really dislike this film because I feel like it's. Yeah, it's just like everything is done for the wrong reasons in this movie. It, it It's a stepping stone to do something else and to build a larger franchise and to like make the Sinister Six movie, to make a Black mm. Cat movie that they wanted to make, the Aunt May film for some reason. Like it just, it it was a, a movie that was supposed to set up other ones that fell flat and canceled an entire universe of, of movies. It was cancel culture before cancel culture was a thing. <laughs> it canceled itself, really. It canceled itself. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, Yeah, there's not much of this movie I like. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Becca. The Electro's design when he's in his blue form, I like that better than, I think, um, like... Rabid Green Goblin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that Green Goblin is is 
looks awful. I normally do like Dane DeHaan. I thought he was just fine in this movie. Um, uh, Felicia uh, or Jones. She's there. Jones. Yeah, Felicity Jones. Oh, she's Felicity Jones. Yeah. Felicia. Uh, mm-hmm. She's okay, but again, was like the the editing was like weirdly done, and like they focused on her a lot when she wasn't saying anything because we're supposed to be like, oh, she's gonna come back later. Like mm-hmm. everything in this film is just like like chemically made. Nothing feels mm-hmm. natural. Uh, so it's just it's a d movie at least with spider-man 3 there's like people are doing things like like there's like some sort of like uh uh, flavor there like there's like sam raimi i can see him doing things in the background even though he's also making a film he doesn't really want to make and with characters he doesn't like there's like hints of like an actual movie there this is just like a product Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have two Ds. We have an S. <laughs> Jolie, where do you fall? I'll concede to A. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be an A tier either. From, from, the, from I'm willing to do that. Oh say, I mean, we need her to concede to A for oh us for it to not break up the average D. I'm oh, ruining the curve. Me. You, you guys are the all had outlier. a hard exam, but I was easy for me. Oh Jolie, where are you falling on this? Oh God, um, D. Sorry. I, I think I would disagree with me. I think I would put it at a strong D. Yeah. Al- almost a C. Almost, but not quite. No. <coughs> All right. So, you guys are so wrong. When he <laughs> plays the itsy bitsy spider in dubstep, when he bounces off those things, that's the coolest thing in the world. That I, mean, I will say. That's what, I like that. I will. Yeah. A lot of people really dislike that about the movie. I did kind of like that. Gwen the soundtrack just, was great. Just cracking her head off that. Just slam. Yeah. No. No. Oh, did I kill her? Did I not kill her? Was it me? Was it the villain? <coughs> it was the concrete baby. <laughs> the real villain <laughs> of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, oh, um, yeah. I just, I, it has to be, you're right, the strong baby. I will say though, my favorite Spider-Man live-action suit. It's the best suit. The the best the be- the best one. I think the only thing I like better in any other suit is I like the animated eyes in Tom's right. all of Tom's. If if he, maybe maybe in No Way Home he like told them how to do that or something. So if he ever comes back, he can have the same suit, but with like the uh, opening and closey eyes. I love that. Yes, yeah, those are cute. Okay, so we're bordering on an hour, so I think we're gonna have to make it a two-parter. Okay. Uh, If you want to uh, find out, because wow. Sorry, he has to show up in everything now. It's (laughs) he's like you've forgotten about me. Hello. It's mandated by our sponsors. Um, (laughs) This is a video podcast, so. You better bring part. Oh my god. Oh. Come here, sticky <laughs> boy. I would like to see the baby. Everybody else. What's what's Julie gonna use for the thumbnail? I, oh, yeah. Come here. Well, let well, me see. Nah, okay. Oh, stop he's being difficult. Yeah, he's like, what? No. Come here, Parks. Maybe he can guest on episode two. Mm-hmm. Come here. Yeah. He can get he, okay, so uh you can listen to oh, good boy. All of his, <laughs> wait, wait. No. That he's like playing tag now. Come on. <laughs> he's camera shy. Oh, which is a first because it's. He's what a time is it? like a madman. Oh my god. God of an hour. Uh, you can Just find sounds this. like chaos over there. Episode. Oh my god. All other episodes in <laughs> part two next week on www.comicbooksyndicate.com. Uh, you can watch all the videos and the audio podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, thank I want to thank the Spider Cast and uh, maybe Josh. I don't know. <laughs> I think you can hear us. He's got wireless uh, headphones. I can hear you. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> there he is. He's uh, it's Goblin Hours right now. I'm so sorry. 
So uh, this is Parker. Uh, he is Parker. our namesake. He, right? Yeah. He. Yeah. Is that the right word? What, he's. You're his. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. So uh, we are going to finish up this grand tier list. So if you want to see how we rank the new shit, uh, get into it. Uh, tune in next week when we do the rest of it. Until next time, I have been one host, Jay Joey. And I have been an additional host on top of that, Harvey Brent. Everyone likes the top. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Keep it loud. Keep it. Step the volume. Bye bye.